Take me to a place where I can go somewhere. I really want to come kick it with you. You'll be my American boy, American boy. Hey, sister, it's really, really nice to meet ya. <laughs> I wish I actually knew the lyrics to that song. It's fine, because we were just... Oh, God, it's loud again. Ugh. This is the worst sound check. This is the absolute worst sound check. Check one, two, after singing. You are not my American boy. You sound so awful. No. Oh, oh God. Okay, well, we'll work with what we got today. We're working with it. Yeah, we've been trying to like fix no that. energy. I'm sorry. I'm vibrating at such a high frequency. I'm just messing up all the technologies. It's cool. It's fine. It's fine. Uh, it's okay. Fine. I don't know why it's. I think it's really bad today because the mic is in a different spot. So we're just gonna have to be very mindful about how loud we are. Okay, how mindful? Maybe this is better. This Keep is talking. Better? Keep talking. That's actually a lot yeah, better. A lot better. Cool. So I just like echo really bad. It just sounds so hollowly. <clears throat> it's me. It's because I'm so empty inside. So empty inside. Welcome back to Lady Blurt Sing the Blues. Oh my gosh. This is your girl Kylie Too Smart. And sometimes V. <sighs> We're bringing you the... What? The dark, depressing winter holiday episodes. The winter yeah. holidays episode. This is what it is. It's Krampus. It's Krampus time. It is Krampus time. Jeez. It's <sighs> that time. It's that time right now. Yes. Merry Christmas. Merry Happy Christmas. holidays. Happy Hanukkah. I just polished... Oh, sorry. I just polished my menorah and it's beautiful. You're Jewish? Yeah. Oh, hi, bitches. That's why you don't eat... Damn. <laughs> I didn't know that. I didn't make that connection. I thought that was just like choice. It's a choice. Well, it is a choice. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not a particularly good Jew um, in terms of like uh, practicing, but I, I, I read the Torah every once in a while and, you know, I, I get down with the locks and bagels. <laughs> but, so is everything you eat supposed to be kosher? I mean, I, like I said, I'm not a very good Jew uh, for the <laughs> most part. <laughs> like, uh, I'm not really conscientiously making a decision except for the pork bit i see i see okay no that makes sense that makes so much more sense now i literally had no clue i thought you were just like oh i just don't eat pork because i was like my mom's name is shauna it was like short for shoshana oh i didn't and i was like that. my aunt was like mara and micah no like they're all biblical hebrew names keith and harry and all that jazz oh yeah, see, I learn something new every day. Yeah, it's on my mother's side. She's, she's Jewish. I'm Jewish on my mother's side. Oh my goodness. Yes. Well, well, I'm excited for your Chanaka. I'm a bijou. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, my, my so when, is, when does the holiday actually officially start for oh, you? Oh dear God, I don't even know. Like I told you, I'm a terrible Jew. I need to check the calendar. When's Chanaka, everybody? I just look forward to like the locks and, you know, latkes and... All the little gifts and dreidels and, and I'm aesthetically Jewish. Oh, that's <laughs> terrible. I'm aesthetically, aesthetically Jewish. Jewish. Jesus. Okay. Well, no, um, I used to be more serious when I was younger and like I would actually go to synagogue and I all mean, that. <laughs> that's how it works for a lot of us, right? We have all these traditions when we're kids and then there's like a low percentage of us who sustain those traditions. Right? True. It's very sad. Millennials have been breaking traditions, but it's because it hasn't been sustainable. Like, for example, 
Who knew that millennials would be staying with their parents for this long until their 30s? Everyone. Although, to be fair... Or if a, a millennial is not staying with their parents. I saw this hilarious they're struggling chart in a studio where it was like by themselves. Gen X versus like real millennials. <laughs> oh, Jesus. I was like, oh my god. It's so true. What was, what was the chart? It was like how the boomers like mislabel Gen Xers and call Gen Xers millennials. No. <laughs> it, was, it was like a whole timeline thing. I'll have to send it to you. Gen Xers don't get don't get that because they're the random like in betweeners. Like they they got they got the opportunity. Or was it Gen Z? It was probably Gen Z. Gen Z. Who's, who's younger oh, than us? It was like it's from Gen Z. It's the to, TikTok generation. Yeah, the t- yeah. Tiki Tokis, those kids. No, they're they're pretty like it's it's weird because millennials came from Gen Xers mostly, and like everyone's like, you guys are so entitled, and I'm like, no, it's not. Like I'm still living in a closet like I'm not entitled at all and also I'm struggling to find a job still that would be sustainable for a Bay Area lifestyle thank you very much and we're black and the general like wealth generational wealth does not always happen for some of us not at all and like right now it's so real and fighting to keep our generational wealth Uh, yep yep (sighs) generational wealth mean well earned wealth yeah well earned wealth How's your week anyway? I heard you had a weird encounter <laughs> at, at Nirvana Soul. I did. It was like a, you know, just like your regular downtown experience, wherever you're at. It was like, we already kind of knew because we pulled up, like, she was dancing in the streets, and it was like... In downtown uh, San Jose, downtown, right? Yeah, San yeah, Jose. Yeah. I was like, oh, it's one of those mornings already. And, like, Nirvana Soul, like, they're great. Like, they're always popular. There's always a line, so you already know. And, like... Mm-hmm. For the most part, everybody follows the rules, you know, they wear their masks, you know, six feet apart is, like, clearly lined out, and people respect each other's space, mm-hmm. and this one, just, like, not in this realm of reality, was just kind of, like, interacting, and, like, trying to talk to people, and, like, getting way too close, and, like, oh, I offered her a mask, just, like, trying to be nice, you know, like, we're all here, mm-hmm. and, like, she kind of, like, just zeroed in on me and, like, just started, like, going off about how I needed to, like, lose weight and exercise yeah. and eat healthy. And to be fair, like, she wasn't, like, cursing at me. Mm-hmm. She wasn't being terribly rude, but it was clearly, you know how, like, when child, like, kids will tell you the truth <laughs> in, like, <laughs> the bluntest way possible? It was yeah. very much that. It was very much like... Oh, this lady had zero filter. <laughs> no filter. <laughs> And I was just like, wow, like, that's true, though. Like, yeah. Well, what was she saying? No, like, literally, she was like, you need to exercise more. I'm healthy. And then, oh, it, was, it, it derailed. It, like, it got bad pretty yeah. quickly because she started trying to, like, take her clothes off and things. It's like, oh. oh. It was, yeah, it was, like, oh, okay, it's downtown thing. But then you still have to realize, like, this woman's not in her right mind. And, like, luckily for me... Well, didn't you tell me that she was also, like, not wearing a mask? Yeah, she wasn't wearing a mask. And you, like, said, hey, get, can you, like, keep your space? Yeah, I was like, you know, like, because I offered a mask. And I was like, you know what, like, if you're... And she got all upset, and I was like, she's not going to wear it. And I was like, okay, if you're not going to wear a mask, like, you at least need to, like, step back, because everybody here is wearing a mask. Yeah. And I was like, she eventually went away, but um, the Nirvana Soul people, like, came out and was like, you know, respectfully, like, you need to leave, like... That's not okay, because at this point, this woman's, like, yelling at me, <laughs> like, mm-hmm. in the middle of the street. Jeez. Like, oh, full out, not 
not here. And she crossed the street and was, like, taking her clothes off. It was just not good. Dude, I don't know what it is with that area of downtown, but that's not the first time I've heard someone taking off their clothes. Right, it's the tweakers. Like, this one guy literally was, like, whispering, but he was like, anybody got some money for me? I'm gonna go go get meth. Like, straight up. Like, bro, you know people can hear you. Like, you're literally... (laughs) I'm like, you're too honest right now. You're being a bit too honest, and it's too early in the morning. You're being a bit too transparent, right? But there's, like, kids, like, uh, there's kids here. People, like, what are you doing? Like, this is not the spot. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, I'm glad, like, Nirvana Soul came out and was being very accommodating. Like, I... I, And then they asked me, like, they're like, do you want to come wait, like, inside? Because they're very conscientious, too, about how many people they have in their building. And they're like, no, you can, like, come step inside and just, like, wait in the corner. Like, it's fine. Yeah. And then checked up, like, and they were just like, you know, like, oh, that's not cool. Like, we don't agree with, you know, what just happened to you. Like, that's not, that's not cool. Like, you can wait inside. Are you okay? And just like, (sighs) Yeah. I was, like, I was cool up until that point. Yeah. No, I hear you. I, I mean, again, shout out, always shout out to Jeronica and yeah. uh, I think it's Bianca and Dee who work at Nirvana Soul. You guys are always the gems of always being accommodating and understanding that shenanigans happen because your story, like how she's like, like attacking you about your weight and oh all that stuff. God. You kept your cool. I definitely kept my cool. They're like... Uh, that woman would have got smacked for sure in different circles. I was like, yeah. Yeah, I would have beat her ass, to be honest. <laughs> Honestly, it's like, at some point, it's like, do do I let her negative energy affect mine? Like, no, she doesn't get that energy and that feedback from me. Like, she can get the fuck on. That's cool. Yeah, exactly. No, the one time I... And I was her- proud of myself. I was like, <laughs> look how you handled that. You're so grown. You've matured. Mm-hmm. Pat on the back. I went all mm-hmm. out at Nirvana Soul. I treated myself. It's a win. Oh, it was such a win. You can go on your heart being like, yeah, I, no one got hurt. I held my ground. I got, I got like, you know, accommodated by this really nice coffee place I keep hearing about. Like, this is a good day, aside from that one little instance of craziness. <laughs> right? And I was like, bruh, 10 years ago, that would have probably like shattered my whole day yeah Ugh. yeah i remember um uh, one morning when i was there at nirvanasol and again downtown and shenanigans unfortunately like there are always situations where folks are not gonna well behave but one guy like i thought he was just changing into different clothes and he just decided that was the place to do it but instead it wasn't that he just stripped down and started approaching us and i had to yell at him i said hey put your, i'm like put on your clothes <laughs> We can see you! Put on your clothes. I'm like, no, put on your... I was screaming at him. I'm like, put on your clothes right now. Like, put them on. And he got scared and put them on. And then I had to run into Nirvana Soul and tell him, like, hey, guys, I am so sorry, but I'm just letting you know, he did put his clothes back on, but he might try to strip down and his little pee-pee might be showing again. So, like, just, just as a heads up and, like, you know... Like, Jeronica was like, no, if that happens, we got someone to handle it. So it was, <laughs> and how calmly she said it. I felt comforted. I was very comforted. Oh, I just gazed into, oh my like, God. that little girl portrait with the sunflowers in her hair. And I was like, yeah, everything's okay. Everything <sighs> is fine. Oh, my God. Fine. Um, so... So during my week, I, I mean, I didn't really have anything that exciting this week, but unfortunately, PlayStation 4 died. I was like, oh, what do you mean you didn't have anything exciting? I kept seeing all your cute posts where you're like doing your booper reels. <clears throat> oh, yeah. I did another recording project. Um, I won't share until it gets published, but I did a couple of recordings um, where 
I had a really good take, and then my computer shit on me. <laughs> and I posted it on Instagram, but I just wanted to capture the frustration of it all. Because, oh, so good. Because I'm not only that I'm recording audio, but I'm also recording video. And so then that way, if I shit on the video part of it, you can overlay it with an audio that had the perfect take. And then the perfect take happened, and then it just... Yeah, so... I've been doing like little trombone recording projects for various folks during the pandemic, which I think is a great way to keep my chops up and I don't have to go out and gig and all that stuff. And don't get me wrong, like anybody who, who lives off of gig culture, like I feel for you, but I'm also lucky that I still get to play some music. Um, but there was that, um, I also, my PlayStation 4, I think died, um, also, shout out to Devane, who got me that PlayStation 4. Aww. Yeah, he's super sweet. Um, he got me that PlayStation 4, and I'm, like, really happy that he got it for me, but, um, I think it was on its last legs this weekend, and so I tried to turn it back on, and it won't fully boot up, and so I'm just, like, screaming in the void right now, because <laughs> I almost bought Cyberpunk, and... That's coming out in a couple, in a few days, actually. It's going to come out on Thursday, the, the 10th of this month. Um, and we'll talk about that in a little bit. But I almost bought that game and I said, no, hold off. I'll actually watch Cash play it on his PC. And then um, as I'm playing through a boss fight on Miles Morales, as I'm trying to get all my trophies for that game, um, the game shut off. And I had another big what the fuck moment and I'm just like... <laughs> okay, let's check it out, and it's not turning on. So I'm I'm a little sad because I just talked shit about the PlayStation 5. Oh, no, and you really did. You're like, oh, it's not backwards compatible. And now I'm like... Now you're stuck. Now, now I'm stuck, yeah. I'm a little stuck. I know, I know. <sighs> backwards compatibility, I'm like... like I just... So do we have, like, a funeral for your console? How do we do this? How do I say goodbye to all that we have? Well, she was going for the whole thing. I was going to substitute to say PlayStation 4. The good times. Yeah, she's been on that console for so long. So many long, long nights. You don't even know. I'm going to Just trying to see who's going to see. It was a bitch. The next one. Although we get. gonna be the proper funeral song for that but oh my God. <laughs> we'll see we will see i don't know i i'm hoping i can actually restore it because i'm hoping it's just dust i'm hoping i can open it up dust it out and then turn it back on and everything's all gucci but i don't even know <sighs> the answer my friend is blowing in it's so hard wow okay no we have to focus to say goodbye i'm doing this i'm doing this i'm taking hold to yesterday. the podcast you want to talk about um, the new health standards that we're facing here in Santa Clara County now that we're purple, which I'm low-key mad about because I love the color purple. I'm like, how dare they try and take this and make it a negative association? Oh. It's an attack against the black community. I'm telling you. Did you ever? <laughs> Sorry. Did you? Um. <laughs> I'm an undercover brother moment. I know. I know. Um. Yeah, it sucks. So... We went from 25% capacity in most spaces to now 10% capacity. We're not allowed to have any big parties. You can get arrested and fined for it. Um, there's new 
Curfew. Yes. Curfew, I think 10 o'clock. It's 10 o'clock. A lot of businesses are actually closing at 8, so like Safeway made that official. Like, for example, Safeway made it official. I could close at 8. No offense or buts. Um, it sucks. Um, like I said at the beginning, like we've all ranted about COVID. We hate COVID. We hate this fucking disease, illness, virus that has killed a lot of people in the United States and that our, that our government is doing absolutely nothing about. Like, when our people can get their second stimulus. Some of us are lucky to have a job still, but there's the large percent of us of unlucky folks who do not have a job yet. Yes, and then on top of that, oh my god. We, <laughs> speaking of local news in Santa Clara County, we have, like, the biggest case of EDD fraud. They did that huge bust. And it was, like, three people that were found with, like, a million dollars worth of people's information, mail, they found a motorcycle, there was an AR-15, they had all kinds of... Yeah, just... so there's a lot of you who are being fucking dumb. Like, yeah. you you apply for EDD, you want your unemployment money, but you're paying for things that are not really necess- necessities. Like, you... You lose your fancy job and you had all of this, like, you know, severance package buffers and blah blah blah, and then, like... What happens, you're spending all this money where there's, like, other families who are fucking suffering. So you're adding to that fucking statistic. Oh, no, these people straight up just, like, committed fraud and stole people's information and then put in for unemployment under these people's names. And that's worse. (laughs) Yeah, which is, like, way worse. I was like, you guys, these people legitimately need that money. So now when they go to apply and they're like, oh, we're already blah, 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 blah. (sighs) And then people who legitimately need the help now, it's like, they're having to wait because everything's so bogged down. Yeah, there's not enough of government employees who can figure this out fast enough. I'm sure there's a lot of people who are saying, like, no, this is the legit way. And then there's higher up saying, like, no, this is my way. And that's how it usually works in, like, office spaces, like, insider office spaces. There's always going to be some higher up hire up person who's gonna stop you from doing shit because like it's not the righteous way it's their way to make them look better or they think it's the way to gain more revenue whatever their fucking selfish concerns are like they're not thinking about the people they're thinking about themselves like not saying for all office spaces but in most office spaces that's usually the case so i'm so sorry that people who really need the money are victims of people's stupidity in the office spaces Yes, that's how I feel about that. And it sucks. Like, people need this money. And I know a large amount of people who need money more than the six months. Because I know people who've been applying for jobs since March and they haven't gotten a new job. Yeah, that's crazy. Uh, And then it's just like, you really don't know in this time what your job security is like because say you get hired at some place like Safeway and then or like a restaurant and then right. now we're at Purple so what does that mean? Now you're you have to shut down again so it's like, oh you just got this job and it's kind of like the, you know, last to be hired, first to be fired. Right. So you, you never know exactly what's going to be happening. Yeah. I'm I feel for you guys. Like Always, always, like, and I, my biggest advice for folks who are suffering right now is keep looking for those grants, keep looking for services, keep doing your research, do your best to keep doing your research. I know it seems like you're, like, limited on resources, but take the time to see, like, what is the help that's out there. Like, go to food banks, go to, like, right now it's the holidays, there's a lot of nonprofits that are doing gift card drives right now. Like, just reach out, don't 
let your ego stop you from yeah, don't trying. Yeah, don't be ashamed to ask for help. Yeah, because a lot of us understand. We're like, we feel you. We get it. Like, you were probably super successful in what you were doing, and then you got fired. And you're oh, like, they knew, the knew. They knew to this post shit. Yeah, right? <laughs> and so, yeah, don't be afraid to, to tap into your resources for this holiday. Look into places like, you know, the Second Harvest Food Bank. Look into abode services. Like, literally look into services that can help you through this rough-ass year. And unfortunately, because it is a virus... And, I mean, there is some silver lining with the vaccine. It's not going to end anytime soon because even with the vaccine, I'm sure there's going to be a lot of dumbass anti-vaxxers who are not going to let you feel safe because they will refuse to take the vaccine and it's still 50-50 with our in-community, you know? Yes. Uh, That's been um, kind of an interesting and dividing issue, especially Mm -hmm. in the black community Mm -hmm. um, because of our own history of you know, being used mm-hmm. by the government here and mm-hmm. being used for these experiments for other vaccines. Mm-hmm. Um, the latest thing that comes to my mind is, uh, is it Leticia Wright? Yeah, the woman who played Shuri from Black Panther. Was on Twitter and um, was posting some like anti-vax videos and tweets and things that she has taken down, um, but like people are roasting her for it. People are going so far as to call for her role to be recast. Yeah, because that shit's not even funny. It's like, someone wrote a tweet earlier today, just Mm -hmm. in relation to that, saying like, okay, I'm going to stop this stupid. I got my 13-year-old to take out her immunization record, and I made her Google every single vaccine on that immunization record. So that way she knows that these vaccines were for illnesses that were in the past. And that are protecting, and those vaccines are protecting her in the now. So I think um, a lot of what needs to happen is just education. Mm-hmm. I mean, I as a black woman myself, and I understand like the medical system uh, in America is flawed, and I myself have had my own horror stories with it. But things like vaccines, um, like a lot of work goes into making sure that they're scientifically sound, and it's been proven already to be effective Mm -hmm. now with any new vaccine of course you know you have trial and error and the vaccines that we take like that 13 year old who has that whole list those are well established i understand fear in the black community with anything that's new like oh totally like you know black people have been experimented for years like from pain from pain tolerance to to like let's see if this even works we don't care if they die from it or not like you know and then there's also the story about Henrietta Lacks but I think if you have like a public platform like that and if the only reason that you're like really insecure about vaccines is that you don't understand um how they function medically Mm -hmm. uh what then you need to educate yourself before you actually Open your mouth because you're such, you know what I mean? Like, so many people the are looking up to her. most comfortable people in the world, I feel like. And this is, like, my whole anthem this whole time about people. is like, once you're comfortable and you have nothing to worry about, like, there's always skepticism about what people have to use to live off of. And I feel like she fits in that category. Um, but what's funny is, like, people were, like, fucking roasting the shit out of her because her character, Shuri... Right? From Black Panther is a scientist. She's a scientist. She's an engineer. And like people are just like, "Mm, Shuri. Anybody but Shuri. Like, what do you mean? Someone was like, Shuri originally cured Bucky with essential oils, but Marvel removed that scene. (laughs) (laughs) And then someone was like, fact. 
that someone who plays a scientist doctor in one of the highest grossing films of all time as the anti-vaxxer is a camp, or is camp, and then someone else was like, no wonder Sherry couldn't fix vision before Thanos arrived in Wakanda, she didn't believe in the Damn. science. Damn! <laughs> she didn't believe in Everyone's just fucking oh, going in. And then she fucking deserves it. It's like, how fucking dare you? And, like, also, like, not to mention that, like, like, you had a role as someone, I don't know, I feel like if you're an actor or an actress, don't get me wrong, like, there's some things, like, you trying to manifest that role that you're like, okay, this is me playing pretend, I have to pretend I'm in this person's shoes, and as an actress or actor, like, you have to be empathetic to that person's role, so it doesn't mean you have to be like that person, but it means you have to understand where they're coming from, and so... I would think that would help you gain some perspective. I mean, I thought just actually working alongside Chadwick and knowing how ill he was would give you some perspective. You would think, but like, yeah, like who knows? Like, I don't, I didn't see a lot of reports on Chadwick. I mean, on, I like, didn't what see a lot he was doing to cope him. with his cancer. You know, I didn't see a lot to cope on him. But I'm saying, just knowing that he's passed, do you think that that would be a little more like at the front of her mind? Um, and to be a little more conscientious just about anything that you would have to say in terms of what is, like, scientific and medically valid. Sure. That just makes like, sense. sure, that's a reach. No, uh, I, I mean, I feel like just kind of bringing Chadwick into the situation is a little bit of a reach, but... I mean, if I had somebody that I was working closely with mm -hmm. who was um, dealing with an illness, and then I go on and have my position as, like, an anti-vaxxer, mm -hmm. I really feel like if, if I might question the anti-vax, you know what I mean? Knowing that someone close to me is going through um, an illness, like, like, you know what I mean, that is that serious. It would, yeah. I think, make me think twice. And just, you know... I see, I, I see what you're saying, yeah. I know, yeah, Maybe like, I think that me. makes sense, like, yeah, obviously, like, with the science of everything, of with, like, trying to overcome an illness, overcome a disease, that you would think that you would be a little bit more mindful um, about how science actually helps you overcome these diseases and has actually shown proof that it's possible. Um, so I think... Yeah, like, she should have had a better, sh Leticia should have had a, had, should have been a little bit more mindful, I think, um, but also, we can't control everything that this girl thinks, right? Like, I mean, I don't want to control what she thinks, right? honestly, I But really it's don't. not... I just wish that she was a little more mindful about the reach of her platform, and that mm -hmm. people are going to make, you know, their own conclusions and draw parallels and... Wonder, oh, totally. Like, you know. who you are as a person <laughs> definitely articulates of, like, what mainstream character that you're going to play. It's like wrestling, right? Yeah. If Kane comes out in, like, just a mask, and then you see Kane go out to, like, where Kane is, like, super masculine, like, the devil, like, you're like, yeah, like, he's just, like, god awful. And then you see him in public go out to a charity and donate, you're like, wait, is he actually evil? And people make and people don't understand how to differentiate those things because they're so caught in the moment. Like, it takes out the immersion, and like, there's so much. This is such a weird way to put this, but there's so much money that is that is at cost to being Shuri. That having a sense of like, don't get me wrong, you're an actress. 
your job right? is to I be a person in that movie. I think if she had more roles under her belt too, it probably would hit differently. I think yeah. it was just bad yeah. timing overall. It's bad timing. Yeah, because like, everybody had their hopes for her. Everybody had her hopes for her to take over Bozeman's role, to be the next like main, the main she's Black gonna be, Panther, right? And go be a woman. Yeah, like, and it was gonna uh, be a woman, a woman who is an engineer, a, like a mechanical engineer, uh, an engineer, a scientist, a doctor, get all that of those stem. above. I know, get that STEM in there, and the, fa- the fact that she's a steam STEM person, and then she's anti-vax. It's like it makes zero sense. So the the immersion is off, like. People who are adults are like, wait a minute, like, what the fuck? And then a kid, if kids who are, like, middle school hear that, they're like, oh, she plays a character who's about science, but she doesn't believe in science in real life, then they're going to make the assumption, like, then what's the point of playing this character? And then it's like, the whole idea of this character is just destroyed and it's not validated. It doesn't build strength. It's just like, oh, that's cute. We're playing pretend. Yeah. Uh, that's too bad. I mean... She, the the tweets were deleted, so obviously something happened. But like, I don't know if this is like, I'm sure, I'm sure Black Panther will happen, and I'm sure people are going <laughs> to love all it. The memes. <laughs> and I'm Where sure people are going to be roasting the shit out of it, saying like, "Oh, time. I wonder if she's supposed to get tea tree oil to heal that wound." <gasps> Stop. You know? Um. So I want to shout out Elliot Page. Yes. Like my favorite X Men. <laughs> my favorite pregnant character. Oh my gosh, Juno. right, Juno. Um, also, I loved Elliot in The Umbrella Academy. Yes. Um, that, you know, Elliot came out in all his ba- bravery and came out as transgender. Yes. Like, that's, that's a lot of bravery, especially having already established roles of being a woman in a lot, in a lot of his career, you know? And then, not only that, but it's like... Elliot Page has gone through this transition so publicly, mm-hmm. you know, and then you you question your roles, like, yes, everybody, you know, is going to be what? Elliot is the, the artist formerly known as Ellen, right? Mm-hmm. And as Ellen already breaking boundaries, coming out, you know, and being a gay woman in Hollywood, and then doing the travel series, it was like, traveling while gay, which is really sweet. Um, and then just watching this progress and um, seeing how Elliot has chosen to use his platform has been really beautiful. I loved the uh, interview that he did with People Magazine and was just talking about how um, fragile this mm-hmm. joy is because of how um, desperate things are mm-hmm. in the trans community in terms of public safety mm-hmm. you know especially um elliot addresses like the latinx and um, black communities you know basically being the best ally ever and talking mm-hmm. using this moment you know like this is his coming out he could have just been like yeah i'm happy and ran with it but you know he takes his chance yeah and takes this opportunity to remind people that um you know, black trans lives matter, Yeah, trans lives matter, that these crimes are happening disproportionately in his community, Yeah, and that um, it needs to be addressed and it needs to be stopped. Um, so it's just, it's like a, the work is never done, you know, yeah. type of statement. But I'm really proud um, of Elliot and so happy that he can live in his truth. And it was such a mindful letter. It, it was. was. It a was a very mindful letter. It was and so I... beautifully written, too. Like, you can definitely tell that this person 
people. It just has a, a depth of feeling and caring and loving. Um, yeah. For people around him. Yeah, there was so much support in this letter after, like, you know, kind of looking through the tweet. Like, it was a screenshot, obviously, because, like, you know, the amount of words that Elliot had expressed is never going to... Tweets are not going to be able to... Tweets, <laughs> can I do it? So, I would, yeah, I would suggest reading the People yeah. Magazine article. Um, yeah. Just because it is, it's so beautiful and touching, and um, I was like, oh, we need more of that in the world right yeah. now. Patrick Stewart, like, loved it. Patrick Stewart loved it. Mark Ruffalo loved it. Like Netflix came out and like supported the the umbrella, the official Umbrella Academy page. Like supported Elliot. Like there was so many much celebrity support just and love that's within this thread. So yes, very important to acknowledge that this is not an easy thing to admit um, and also bring publicly. Um, and also very brave to make sure that you have solidarity from the minority groups that are yeah. still suffering. Because black women, I want to black say, trans women specifically, this, endure uh, the most abuse. This article came out like shortly after um, Laverne Cox had come public about um, the incident that happened to her mm-hmm. last weekend. Um, she was out with a friend walking in the park and, you know, she was just, like, incognito and had her little hoodie on. Did you say incognito? Yes, I did. Get out of here! <laughs> this is a serious situation. It is a serious I'm so serial right now. No, but, like, the point was, like, um, there was nothing about, you know, what she was wearing that would be, you know, um, you know, oh, this is definitely, like, feminine clothing or masculine clothing. Like, it's just gender neutral, like, they're, she's just going on a walk with a friend in the park, mm-hmm. and some crazy man, like, came up to them and, like, aggressively, like, tried to ask her for the time, and I guess was, like, trying to clock or determine if she was trans, mm-hmm. and, um, luckily for her, like, the friend that she was with, like, put some distance in between them, and it was just like, like, what's your problem, and I guess he was, like, yeah. trying to ask her, like, oh, boy or girl, and just, like, eventually why does that matter with people and that was the whole point it was just like this person was waiting in the park and waiting for someone who was trans and it didn't matter who what like it it didn't care and like laverne okay here's the thing like i this is gonna be sound such a weird way of putting this but like you can't even it doesn't matter but you can't help She's pretty unclockable. Yeah. Um, but it doesn't matter because that's why they're like, you know, the, the guy was like trying to get her to speak and like waiting to see what her voice sounded like. You know what it's I mean? Just, and like, that's just nuts. So it's obviously, crazy. yeah, obviously this person was doing the research and they were just trying to find a reason to bully her. Like. They didn't even know it was Laverne. They were just looking for some, somebody, anybody who's trans. And it's like, this is the type of hatred that these people are walking around in the world with. That mm-hmm. somebody that they don't know is out in the park purposefully targeting and looking for trans people for no other reason other than the fact that they don't like them for being trans. Gender has become so ambiguous these days that it's like someone to just go on a witch hunt, you know? Like, it... it Gender and sex, like, what, however, like, if, if for those who are listening, if you need to correct me, please, please do, because, like, I am having a time trying to properly describe this, because this is not my experience, obviously. Yeah. Like, I don't have this experience. Like, I identify as a woman. I was born a female, um, and, like, this is the gender that I feel the most comfortable with being, but, like, at the same time, it's just, like, to go on a witch hunt 
to find someone doesn't matter what they look like or see or sound like like that's just fucking awful like why would you go out of your fucking way obviously this person is ill but like at the same time it's like just to put just to reinforce the fact that like that trans lives are don't matter or trans lives are just always at stake because someone violently needs to disagree it's fucking awful and i think what was more important about this altercation is that um she reported like when she went she went on on instagram you know live and like Mm -hmm. at first told the story and like didn't really i guess she was like in such shock that she didn't really have Mm -hmm. um like the wherewithal to really understand that like what happened what just happened what what happened what down Mm -hmm. what went down like what do you do from here on out do you report do you not report Mm -hmm. and it was one of those things where it was like no absolutely like use your voice tell your story she went back on Mm -hmm. she originally like they it happened so quickly that they didn't call the cops at the time Mm -hmm. but the like the police department actually reached out to her and she filed a report which is like so important Mm-hmm. Because so many of these attacks go unreported because they think that the police just don't give a fuck. It's, you know? I mean, that's the general consensus. That's the general yeah. consensus yeah. that the police don't give a fuck, like, that you're going to have more problems making a report and you're going to have more problems speaking up about it and that people are going to somehow turn it on you and try to shame you. But I'm just really proud at how um, even the straight communities are coming together um and giving like so much love and support right now to the trans community because they need it it's needed like i support trans lives like no ifs ands or buts if like someone is over here trying to like tell me otherwise like i'm just gonna shut it down and be like you can't tell me like how i should feel about this because they these are still lives like gender is not (sighs) gender is so has changed in the last like 30 even 50 years that like, the fact that, like, people are still tripping about it is awful. And then also identifying yourself as a gender or even, like, try to re... re Not reconfigure, but re-identify as a new sex. Like, it's fine because it's all cultural anyway. Yes, I love... There's um, a webtoon and mm-hmm. it's called Fluidum. Mm-hmm. And it's, like... The concept is so cool. It's like you have two bodies and they're both yours and then mm-hmm. you experience life in both of in both of them until mm-hmm. like the age of twenty one and then you have to make a choice. Right. And then there's of course like the counterculture against that, like, why do I have to make a choice? And then it's just it's so well written to hear mm-hmm. the different points of view from the characters. Like there's one character who like even though she's young identifies as female and really only likes to be in her female body but society Mm -hmm. encourages her to like switch and Mm -hmm. be in her boy body and like the feelings that she has around that and like it's just it's incredible so go check it out um it's this is it's an amazing dialogue and i'm so happy that you know 2020 is doing something in this (laughs) in this time of conscientiousness i feel like 2021 is going to be even better um in terms of people speaking up and getting the equality that they deserve. Exactly. Exactly. Being um, heard. Yeah. I think that's that's really important. Is like now that it's now that that our culture is changing, and it's not just one or the other. It could be anything. Um, I think that's a beautiful thing, and it brings more, um, not just fluidity, but it brings more um, love. I think 
Definitely. And I think it really broadens um, the means that you have to express yourself mm-hmm. and how we go about... Um, we like truly our, become individuals. Yeah, how we go about being ourselves and yeah. the friendships that we have and the connections that we can make with people. It feel, I really feel like it, it doubles the, um, the shared human experiences that you can have with somebody. Yeah, exactly. Um, okay, so four things that are kind of just going on. Um, San Jose has this really cool, um, I don't want to call it a club, club. but it feels like a club. It feels like a club. It's yeah. more like an open call. <laughs> so San Jose Roll Call, I didn't realize it was an official thing. But yeah, like, it's an official thing. I was like, I didn't know it was an official thing until like my coworker told me and she's like legit a skater, helps organize this stuff, like. This is her jam. Yeah. I think, um, I think it's great. Um, it's a lot of social justice ask, uh, folks who are on wheels and I mean on wheels as in skating, biking, like, you know, just all of that stuff. And they're just like been like, you know, keeping the social justice strong, especially since the George Floyd protests. Um, I want to give a huge shout out to Joy Hackett. She's piano player, vocalist in the group called Slim Thick. Hey! Yeah, her best song, I think, honestly, she's probably like, but I'm trying to write more music. Like, I think her best song right now is Neurotic. But she's been skating with them for a really long time, and she skates on quads, and so, like, I'm just proud of her for being part of, like, a bigger thing that is trying to create and influence change within San Jose, because San Jose city government is taking too damn long to make any real effective changes. Yes, and it's like, they're kind of like banner calls, United We Roll, and it's... Um, like, so powerful. They, you know, have people, um, dress in, like, the most vibrant outfits they can put together and, like, be the most yourself that you can be and they just encourage people to come as they are and, like, the the lovely thing about this is, like, it's outdoors. Um, they've set up, uh, like, little stations where they have hand sanitizers and it's social distance so, you know, you can have your space. And still see all these like people coming out who are supporting, you know, black communities, BIPOC communities. Mm-hmm. It's great. Latinx, it, indigenous, like all kinds of people are coming out. I'm actually gonna LGBTQ. I'm all gonna that. look up their 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 social media right now. Their social me. media, uh, SJ Roll Call um, on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Or you could look up uh, San Jose Skate Night. Yeah. There they are. There they are. There they are. Welcome. I was like, dang, because I haven't skated in a long time. I'm going to bust out like them old ass Heelys or something. (laughs) (laughs) Right? (laughs) Oh my god, they're so cute. Yeah, I love it. Oh, this one looks like Joy. I see someone there. Oh, there's Joy right there! Yes, my baby! Ah! (laughs) Wow. Wow, wow, wow. (laughs) There she is, though. She's dancing. Oh, she's slide. Oh my god, she's so cute with her little poof poof. Her little poof poof on the knee pads for me, but I don't know. I've always had a thing for knee pads. Oh my god. No, you know what cracks me up about her, like, her whole hair development? I'm like, girl, wear your natural hair. And she goes, I know. And she wears it for someone. I'm like, you're fucking killing it. Uh-oh. Oh my god. My baby. No, I'm so proud of them. Yes, bringing the joy. Yeah, and they're and they've been like social distance too because everyone's wearing masks. Everyone's wearing masks. Everyone's wearing mask up mask. San Jose. How nice is that? All right, now on to our nerdy, dirty, nerdy, dirty, nerdy, dirty, nerdy, nerdy and dirty. Uh, 
Yes, you're welcome. <laughs> um, we're at a nerdy and dirty segment. So a couple things I want to shout out. Thanks to everybody for sending in your submissions. We have finalized on one for this week. So by my sincerest, Kimberly Aliman, a.k.a. Kimberly Untuck, because she just got married. Congratulations. You got married, girl. Congratulations, Goyle. Yes. She got married during COVID and she did safely and I'm proud of her. Um, she said, what is the first character, like animated character that oh, we have masturbated to? Oh no. Yeah, this is really hard because like, I don't think I really like actively thought about a character and masturbated to them, to be honest. Um, not to be boring. I mean... I can say, like, the top five characters I thought were very attractive. Like, Shigo. I definitely... Shigo from yes! the festival? Get the fuck I... out of here. Yes? What are you talking about? Oh, dear Embarrassing. Lord. Uh, yeah. Um, Gosh, she was so hot. She yeah, I mean, like, Shigo's really hot. Bad bitch extraordinaire. Bad bitch extraordinaire. Yeah, she's always popping off. She's ready to take on Kim Possible. She's like, I'm about to beat ass. I, like, if I could just have both of them, okay. I'll take both of them. You'll take both? <laughs> both? I'll take both. You'll take both of them bitches. Yes. Um, no, she goes hot. Like, she's like, I think, as for like, anti-hero villain character, like, I thought like, you know, I was like, man, I want to be Shigo. She's like, black hair, green skin, like, mm. feeling like the, kind of the, the gang green gang girl, but not really <laughs> gang green gang. Um, no, I thought she was hot, but I, I, again, like, didn't, what, you You're know. really masturbating to animated characters. I mean, I can say, like, when I was a kid, um, or not a kid, because it's kind of weird say. to say masturbation and kids. That's really <laughs> weird. I'm like, I know Jiraiya definitely had some, <laughs> some, some, some sessions dedicated to him. Jiraiya from Naruto, Jesus. Um, so I think a character that I was really, really into, who I thought was really hot, was, like, a lot of the Bleach characters. That's good. Chad titled it. <laughs> so, the, from, for example, from Bleach, Renji was the guy. I was like, he is really hot. I don't care if he's balding, but like, I thought he was really hot. And I was like, it's something about like just being like really mature looking, and then just being kind of angry boy. Like, I was kind of into like the it angry came from boy. Sailor and... Moon. It came from Sailor Moon. I know. Like, this grown ass man is a option. <laughs> And he was supposed to be the guy that you were afraid of at oh first, and you were just like, You're yeah. Like, yeah, just scare me, daddy. Scare me a little. <laughs> <laughs> so I think it was a Renji Abarai from yeah. Bleach. Yeah. And then after Renji, it was definitely um, Grimjow, who was another Soul Reaper. Um, and so, like, he just kind of had, like, the crazy boy thing. And, and Grimjow's been kind of making a revival lately on, on Twitter, where girls are like, Grimjow! Oh. I'm like, dude, what's, what's going on? Bitches I knew. <laughs> well, I mean, it could be weirder, I guess. Yeah, it was something about, like, the full-time skull on the side of his face, the crazed look. It's like, like, please touch me, daddy. It's it's he that type of look. You might take it a little too far, you never know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it, it's one of those things, like, touch me, and I know you're never going to talk to me again. <laughs> <sighs> It's so toxic. <laughs> so toxic. Yeah, I was like trying to think of the like characters that were around like back in my day, and I'm like, these were not good examples. Was it SpongeBob? <laughs> oh no! Ew! <laughs> no! 
I just think about like Squidward's nose, which is like a cupcake song, and I'm like, oh no. <laughs> uh, oh wow. <coughs> Good times. Good times. You didn't reveal your character though. Yeah, I did. Uh, uh, who was it? Uchigo. Ichigo? From from Bleach? I'll take Are Bleach. we all over the Bleach characters? No, I was like, I know Shigo, Shigo. Oh, Shigo! I heard Ichigo, sorry. Ichigo, I mean, Ichigo was the crush for a long time, but then I was like, mm, no. Okay, Shigo. So Shigo for you. More into your Ichigo. Like, if we're gonna Renji and Grimjow for me. Mm, yeah. <laughs> and then, oh my god, I, I'm like blanking on her name, but, uh, the little soldier that, like, partnered up with Kenchan. She was like tiny, but was super fucking powerful. From from Bleach. Oh, I just can't remember her name. Yoru, not Yoruiche. Not Yoruiche. She's Nell. Was it Nell? Nell. 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 She's the one little one with the green ground with the green gown. She looks like a little doll, and she like sits on Ken's shoulder. Oh, you know oh, what I'm her, about? she's yes. adorable. She's a fucking like adorable. you masturbate to her. No, well, no, I just Weird. had a crush on her. I'm sorry. She's okay. So a crush. A crush. I had a crush. I, like, uh, okay, adorable crush. But I'm thinking like. I was, this was middle school at the time that I'm watching this. I'm like, a crush was like, oh. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Like, give me some space, damn. Okay, so little the little chibi girl on Ken's shoulder from uh, Bleach. Yeah, I and liked then... Chibi for a while, and then it was like, Chobits. Did you ever read Chobits? I don't Chobits, know the first counts. volume was like, here, flip my bean to turn on. Chobits was fucking um, hot. I love Chobits. Chobits I'll, I'll was... I will read Chobits to this day. Chobits was something else. My... Um, yes. I don't think she realized what she bought me, but my grandmother bought me that one. <laughs> she didn't know. She, she didn't, really didn't know. She didn't know. Oh my god, everything about that series. Ooh. Well, she knew all, all of us, and, uh, and uh, like all of us first cousins, we were all into that anime stuff. All that and anime so, stuff. So yeah, it was like kind of like one of those things, she's like, I don't know, and she, I think she just randomly picked the cutest... The cutest manga. And then yeah. she was like, here you go. Here you go. Oh, no. But okay. Sure, I'll take that. So, um, tell me about the, um, you were telling me about some fat fem stuff. Oh, yes. Um, just that they exist, and they're beautiful. I, I love Ashley Chubby Bunny. She's funny. Um, she's, like, constantly posting on Instagram. Um, your, look, your new digs look great, girl. Um, but she just she's loud and mm. proud and fucking gorgeous and she takes shit from no one and mm -hmm. like I just love like her content I love everything that she does um she was recently talking about um Noah Cyrus and how like she had posted something about like she used the word like nappy headed Mm -hmm. And it was like, bitch, that is not your place. Mm -hmm. She's like low key, like she uses the whole aesthetic, but then is against sex workers, mm -hmm. and was just like, damn, like nobody else is really calling these like celebrities out on their bullshit, but actually fucking does, and I love her page for it. And I'm just like, yes, girl, please keep existing, keep speaking your truth. Like, I live for her. I was like. So she's what, so empowering. So what about her? Like, so what's <clears throat> what's her like whole aesthetic or like what's her thing? Um. So she's 
a dominatrix. She's a sex worker. Mm-hmm. She's plus size. She a fat femme. She mm-hmm. self identifies as such, um, and like is just existing in the kink space as a black woman, as a fat black femme. Okay. And um, talks about her experiences existing in these kink spaces, and um, just how she's navigating through this world. Some of the intersectionalities that she experiences um, being who she is mm-hmm. and um, like she's just so she's so beautiful mm-hmm. and honest I'm trying and to transparent find her on Instagram on, like, on Instagram yeah. I know I know you've seen her before because I think I've like added you in the comment section for some of her stuff yeah you said it's like what chubby bunny. Ashley chubby bunny actually chubby Ashley Ashley is Ash- <laughs> look I'm like am I speaking through my mask Ashley chubby bunny I can't I know this sounds like a weird like intermission oh yeah that's what it looks like Ashley oh she spells in that weird way Ashley yeah she I G H Sexual anthropologist. She's brilliant, darling. She's intersectional feminist. Okay, so she's just like, you know, and and there's not a lot of black women who are in this kink space as a plus size woman, you know? Yes, and who are so open and transparent um, in their public lives about it. And like that, she's out of the closet. She lives her whole life how she wants to live it. Very vocal about it. And I love her for it. I'm here for yeah, because it's really, it's it's the same thing with like body shaming, right? Like anybody who is plus size and has owned their sexuality, it's always just like a. Ugh. And she's always putting on other models like ugh, who are just killing it in the game themselves, mm-hmm. lingerie, cute dresses, and it's not always like so sexual. Sometimes it's just about being like feminine and being. It's just about seen. empowering, being empowering, and then also just like making sure that you're feeling comfortable and confident yourself, like you know, manifesting in that confidence. Yes. Like, I think that's so important, and that's something that a lot of black women are told to not be. Like, I remember being a kid, and, like, I remember in fourth grade is when I gained all the weight, and then I was suddenly unattractive and ugly and fat, and, like, you know, the black boys in the in my classroom be like, so you're gonna ask for a kind of date? And they would all laugh at each other. Right? And it's I'm just like, like ew, assholes. why do you guys have to be so ugly? And it's like, I'm, de- I'm not even interested in general because I'm in fourth grade. Yeah. But it's the fact that, like, you're shamed. You're and then going you're sh- out of your way to try to make me feel shitty about something that, like... It's out of my absolute control. Especially being a kid. And then once you become an adult and, like, you just don't know what to do or you tried everything and everything that you do is just not helping... It's just trying to find love and acceptance, and people make it so fucking hard. Yeah. Or they'll do it in secret. They'll, like, hey, girl, I think you're awesome. And then they'll, like, want to be with you in private, but the moment that they see you in public, they're just like, oh, get away from me. Oh, my God, I don't want to be seen with you. So don't me. Like, it's just, it's a lot of bullshit. And it's like, who's really weak here? Is it really the women who are plus size, or is the person who has a fucking, like, egotistical problem with? The person has a fucking problem with it. The person who has a problem. Yeah, so it's like, I'm glad that more plus-size women are owning their their sexuality, they're owning their confidence, they're saying, fuck these people who think it's okay to try to control it, or try to police it, or try to make comments to think, like, they make us feel bad. Like, that's not, it's none of their fucking business. 
My stretch marks are beautiful, damn it. They are. Oh, I saw that picture, by the way, right? with the glitter stripes. I want to do that. I really want to do, do that. I do, too. Like, I'm so excited. It's glitter stripes. Let's do yeah. it. We'll glitter, have to do... Glitter tiger stripes. Glitter I'm tigers. so right. about it. So, speaking of tigers, they're great. <laughs> Stop it! <laughs> um, so, that ends our Nerdy and Dirty segment. If Again, if you guys have any suggestions on what we should discuss about, please, please, please email us at in with an single end drive at jmail.com or just contact us on our social medias which is yeah. uh, Lady, Lady Blurred's Blurred podcast, podcast at Instagram and then as also at Don't Cast and Drive on the Facebooks. So, on the Facebooks. On the Facebooks. Or if you know us personally just send us a text. Yeah. Like, I mean, we're pretty flexible here. So, um... More nerdy stuff? Is that okay? Yeah, let's be nerdy. I mean, we don't have any black historical items for this week but we will for next week. So, Cyberpunk comes out. Super excited. Hype, hype. Cash is going to download it. Yay! It's most been the most anticipated game since Keanu Reeves has put his face on it and said, I'm in this game. Even Keanu Reeves just recently did a promo for it. It's supposed to be really cool. I saw some, like, first-person shooter aspects to it, so it should be coming out on December 10th. It should be really cool. You get to customize your characters to make them look like what we were supposed to look like in the millennial stage of life after the Y2K. So, <laughs> um, it's, it's, we're fulfilling a fantasy that should have happened that was perceived in Back to the Future. So I am excited for this game. Again, I'm going to probably watch it at this point because my PlayStation 4 died, as mentioned earlier, so I'm really sad about that. Yeah, I mean the graphics look incredible already. Yeah, they do. They it looks like you could be you know watching a little movie if you're watching Cash Play. It's like it, so so detail oriented. You know what I mean? True. It boggles my mind. I'm like, whoa, this is legit. If you could do it, just the whole movie CGI style. Like, not that you would necessarily want to, but I think there should be honestly. This is gonna sound really weird. I think there should be a lower cost of video games to just witness the gameplay. Like it's a movie, because a lot I mean, of isn't us. Isn't that who, what we do though? Huh? Isn't that like what we do though already? Like when people stream themselves playing, or kind you mean the of. company I mean, themselves should there's release. There's like, for example, like in a, a lot part. of like RPGs these days, like they give you the options to say like, what difficulty do you want? Do you want a challenge, or do you want something to play through just the story? Yeah. AKA, story do you want a challenge? Mode. Do you want, which is like ultimate mode, or do you want like an easygoing like I'm just going through the motions so I can see the story, which is like easy mode. And, um, I think there should be a mode where it's just like, just let me watch the damn movie. Like, hey, you know? story mode. Just literal story mode. Movie mode? Movie yeah. mode. Um, but I think, like, there might be some, I think there should be maybe, like, a way for people to just, like, I, I mean, this is, like, a scam, but, not a scam, but not just really, an idea. Not really, because it's, like, DLCs. You could just have, like, a little, um, package to offer on the site. Yeah, exactly. I mean, people watch gameplay on, like, well, for me to catch up with Kingdom Hearts, you know what I do? I wish all of the cutscenes on YouTube, and then when the <laughs> new game comes out, I'm like, okay, this is where I left off. Because Kingdom Hearts will come out once every ten years, and by oh, the time... true. You'd have to be like, wait, my memory? I did what, when, where? <laughs> my chain of memories of this game? Boo. Um, but anyway, um, but yeah, I think Cyberpunk is going to be fucking incredible. Um, I want to applaud the people who've been working really hard in this game. I know there's been a lot of fucking weirdness throughout the year, like from gamers harassing the game developers to the game developers who are very uncertain about their jobs because of COVID. 
And so, like, it's just been a very challenging um, circumstances with the release of this game. So finally it's going to come out, and I can't wait till it comes out. I can't wait till to actually watch it and all that stuff. I love the countdown already. It's, like, on Google. <laughs> three days. Three hours. Three 48 days, minutes. 48 minutes. Now down to 30 minutes. Were you one of those people that, like, would wait in line? No. Overnight? Never. No? You were never one of those people? Never. I okay. don't wait in lines. You know what? I, <laughs> I say that and then I just, I just flashed back to a situation where I told someone, no, it's okay, I'll just wait in line. And they just, they big rolled their eyes at me and they like, you had your chance. <laughs> um, no, I don't like waiting in lines for games. I don't like waiting in lines for Big Friday, Black Friday. I just pre-order. I just, I, I try my best to pre-order or call on the phone and say, hey, can I pick it up at this time? True, fair. Fair, yeah. true. Um, I don't, I don't like the hype of waiting in lines. Like, I, I absolutely, my biggest pet peeve is if I go to a concert and then there's, like, that big-ass, like, car line to get out. I'm like, I will sacrifice not watching the last three songs of a set oh to my get the God. fuck out of the no. arena. Yeah. I'm that person. I fucking hate that I'm shit. I'm the other person. I'm like, I'll just stay here all night. Just so I can, like, get every last little bit of the experience. <sighs> yeah, no, I wish in a perfect world I would stay. But we get, when, we, when we are able to teleport into our homes. Yes. <laughs> um, and then some other good news that are coming out. So the long-anticipated Attack on Titan Season 4 is coming out. Attack on Titan Season 3 had a very good cliffhanger. I'm not going to give you any spoilers for those who are who are catching up, but long story short, a huge plot twist about how Titans are formed and how Titans are, gener are basically created was left off on Season 3, and so I can't wait to see. I'm, I'm assuming that maybe Season 4 might be the re res resolution season, yes. because... How that, how that show started off, it started off as basically the main characters as kids, and now they're basically, like, late, late teens, like, early adults, like, growing into, growing into this whole deal, this whole war with, like, finding these overly large people that they don't know how, where they came from or why they're so scared of them. So, um, I'm in, I'm excited for this because I can't wait to see what season four is going to be in store. Tag on Titan has been a very good series thus far, so... I can't wait to see what they whip up for the last season. I'm assuming it's going to be available on Crunchyroll and as well as Funimation. Um, but I think hopefully, you know, knocking on wood, and it's also because I'm a huge fan of short anime series, <laughs> because get to the point, tell me the story, and let's just call it, because I don't like this whole, like, One Piece shit where you're, like, going on and on and on for over 700 episodes. Like, I hate that shit. So, like, let's hope that this might be the, the, the end of this series but at the same time I'm sure it's going to be a good ending and also a good resolution um, but if it goes on for season 5 I don't care it's fine it's okay I'm okay I'm okay I'm okay with like one day people will be handing down like old videos of them playing video games to their grandchildren so their mm -hmm. grandchildren can finish the game it'll be great no that's <laughs> how I feel about the Final Fantasy series I'm like oh you think you know about Final <laughs> Fantasy 7 well let me tell you child Back in my day, we played on this Xbox 3 console. Back in my day, my characters looked like Roblox. We had to push physical buttons. 
Because, you know, in the future, they'll just be playing, like... Through their eyes. Through their eyes, a virtual headset or something. Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah. Great. We had to use our hands to project our movements. And sometimes we were limited because of the parameters of the game. Of the game. Gamers the game. Thumb. The game. Jesus. Gamers. Thumb. All right. So, Big Move Monday. Yes. Girl, I want to give Big Boob Monday to somebody who really deserves it, and she's been working her ass off in the gaming industry. Who uh, she be? Zombie Kills. Zombie Kills on Twitter. Zombie Kills on Twitch and Instagram. So she is a Hot black plus-sized Twitch streamer who's worked really hard to get partnerships with you know different uh, brandings. And she won a free console. She won a free Xbox console and did a review online. And unfortunately, because people get so jealous and bent out of shape when black women win at something that they just attacked her ass and said, where's my free console? Or this girl is a psychopath. Like It, it was so much like shit, but she has literally worked her ass off to get to the point that she is. And she's also like representative of being a single, not a, I don't think she's a single mom. She is a mom. She is a gamer. She's very excited about being like basically oh, somebody. Oh, she's a, beautiful. She's and she's, fucking, she's adorable. She's, she's one of us. <laughs> yeah, she's one. She's one of us. One of us. But long story short, like I think she's worked very hard to get. Like, you know, she has a lot of followers the on The recognition Twitter. that she has. Like, she worked for that. Yeah. She didn't, you know, it doesn't just happen Like, I don't know why there's such an urgency to attack black or Latino women on gaming platforms for when they're winning. And then, like, you know, you're praising the most scumbag person who only plays, like, Call of Duty. Like, I don't fucking get it. But anyway. Grand Theft Auto, bro. Grand Theft Auto. Like, you watch me, watch me get the, watch me, like, get this car. It's like, dude, we all can get that car. Watch me kill this hooker. But aside from that, from us trolling that side of things, like, I think she's, she's doing wonderful and her platform is growing. I know she's been really stressed for the past few weeks with all the harassment, but I just want to reassure her that she's doing a wonderful job. And I'm so glad that she has found herself gaining more visibility as a black woman in the gaming industry. So I want to congratulate her for her successes thus far. I want to see what she has more in store for us later. And, um, also, dude, you're kick like zombie. You're kicking ass. Killing and we're it. Proud those of green you. braids, bitch. I'm coming I'm, for that look because I want it. It's so <laughs> cute. Ooh, it's so cute. It's so cute. Uh, but yeah, no, we just want to cr- congratulate you for your successes thus far. So thank you, zombie. Yes, keep doing it. it, please. Keep doing it. Drop um, that dope content. Dropping it low. So yeah, if you guys want to follow her, please follow her on Zombie Kill. So it's Z. O M B A E K I L L Z for that exercise. So find her on Twitch, Twitter, Instagram. That's where you're gonna find her mostly. And she's actually really nice. I think she's really nice. Like I've interacted with her a couple times on Twitter. Not anything like significant, but like just being like, "You're doing great," and she likes it. Like you know, and like just how she comes across on social media is very appropriate. And she's also making invisible. Like hey. Black women get harassed all the time, and I'm one of those, all the time, it's the same, like, it's just, it's important to make sure that we keep that visible, because it doesn't stop. And it's like, it's, and here's the thing, it's like, nobody's out here doing anything, um, negatively, 
like it to attract this energy to themselves. They're really not doing anything. She was other literally than minding just her existing. own business. Just she was, existing. She was minding black. her just own being a black creative yeah. woman. She minded her own business until she did her review on the new Xbox, and then that's when everybody was getting all bent out of shape in their panties in a bunch. Like it was like, what was the flip in the switch? Like that. It, it's just people who are jealous and like who hey, were so ingrained into their entitlement that they thought it was a great idea to attack her because she was winning and they didn't get to win in their own platforms so take fucking that yes, big move monday big zombie move monday zombie yes. kills so i think that ends one Mr. Grinch. Girl, it's holidays. Yes, it's the holidays. It's the Tis the season. So, I read on Facebook. Oh my god, I really yes. tried to close this out. No, you can't close it out. <laughs> that the voice actor oh, um, no. for the song that I was just singing, You're a Mean One, Mr. Grinch, um, is the same actor who does Tony the Tiger. They're great! <laughs> and people <laughs> have been, like, doing a whole thing where they're like, every time I listen to You're a Mean One, Mr. Grinch, I can't help but sit there and think, what did the Grinch do to hurt you? So there's all these people who are like, not all Grinches, you know, hashtag not all Grinches, or they're trying to be like, oh, what did the Grinch really do? Like, he's not that bad. And then there's people who are like, can you just imagine if they were dating yeah, they had this whole breakup sequence. No! And the song, <laughs> You're Mean One, Mr. Grinch, is really like their breakup song. And that's you. why it goes so hard. Because, it. bruh, seriously, if someone told me I was a three-decker sauerkraut and toadstool sandwich with arsenic sauce, I'd probably be bitter enough to steal Christmas, too. Oh, no. oh my God. It's so funny. Like, people are really running with this. And, I'm like, king creating, shaming. No, there's this creating is a fan fiction about it. And, like, fan fiction? Yes. Bro, there's this uh, one artist. I'm going to have to actually look up her name. Uh, was it Altadude? It is. Okay. Um, at Altadude. Okay. Oh, no. Has created, like, the artwork for this. No. Oh, my. I have to show you. Okay. What? <laughs> no, it's, like, flashbacks of their, like, romantic relationship together. And there's, like... Somebody must tell the before story, like, when you see all the no! of them, like, just <laughs> lovingly looking at photos of each other, like, before the breakup, after the breakup, they're doing a reunion, so now they're doing a whole canon arc with it, and I cannot wait. And it's actually really <laughs> well written, it's so well written, like, bruh, please, it is worth your time to read this, like, it's so good. No. Fine, yes, it's... We'll have to post some things about it for where, real. Where is this located? Is this all on fucking Facebook? Facebook? It's probably in Twitter, too, and, you know, it just got, like, reshared. Oh, no. Um, but I can get the, uh, like, the, they have dedicated a main dude for to take charge of this There's fan There is a fan fiction pink oh, yes. for Tony the Tiger. And the Grinch. And the Grinch. And their love. And there's one panel that says, man, you're great. Oh. Fucking... <laughs> Man, you're great. King shaming. Yes. See, listen, I I shouldn't be like this because you everybody know. needs love. Everything. You don't think Tony the Tiger and the Grinch would have made a hot bunch? They're both furry. Oh, this furry is a. <laughs> oh my god. Ooh, this could be the next nerdy dirty segment. We'll let you know how this fan fiction goes. Hey, we've done fan fictions before. Oh yeah. You know what I say to that? <laughs> You know what I say to this? You ready? 
It's so hard. Oh my god! Oh my god! Full circle. To say goodbye to yesterday. Bye. We love you guys. Thanks for putting up Don't our forget to follow us on Facebook at Lady Blurred Sing the Blues and Don't Cast and Drive and Instagram at Lady Blurred's Podcast. Yes. You can also follow us on Twitter at Kylie Too Smart as well as Begins Like This, aka Sometimes V. And we will see you guys next time because no more. Ki- I'm still kink shaming this fandom. No, it's gonna be How there. dare you guys? How yes. effing dare you guys? You're a mean one, Mr. Green. And done.